Hey all of you out there in Aorzea, welcome to She Heals I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Friday, July 12th, and this is episode 178 of the Shit Podcast, take two. Because Avi fucked me up on the first one. You don't, they don't know that. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, and always by my side is the Interrupter. The lovely Interrupter. I always get lovely. <laughs> Hi guys, Avi Ale here. I interrupted because I thought I was helping. He, I thought he shows how much she listens to what's going on. And thank you to all of you beautiful listeners out there. Whether you're listening via the podcast or joining us here live at twitch.tv slash shehealsitank, we really appreciate you spending some of your very valuable time with us. A giant thanks to all of you that subbed this week. We got Ravers Fantech, first time sub. Mocha Jones 10 for four months. Aurora 42 for four months. CG Lazarus for eight months. Eskimono Phono for 20 months. K Maverick for five months. Thomas 69, first time sub. Heavy Martillery, three months. Raildex, two months. Hyperpixie Gaming, nine months. Wando 25 for 22 months, almost hitting that two year mark. Nahaj, first time sub, and Nexus U82 for four months. How do you organize? This hurts my brain how you organize this, Pete. I feel like you need to go from like shortest time to most time. Like, like, please, this hurts. This hurts me. I do it from the day they sub. I don't care. You can you can rearrange that. There are numbers that you can literally organize in the correct order. But when I organize it from date that they subbed and I can look at the last week, I just go from that. If you want to do it, you can do it. If you pasted them in so, here, like one at a time, I'll organize them. I'll or because yeah, that was ugh, I don't like that at all. And a new sub from the real hot chili pepper for twenty three months. Thank you so much, Thank chili. You, chili. Almost, almost there for two years. And we're going to do our best to bring you one more spoiler free episode before we start going over the MSQ. That is if Avi can contain herself. We got a good show for you tonight. We're going to be discussing some of the new and updated systems that were added with Shadowbringers. Open phones after the Greenleaf Minute. After that, feel free to call in. All you need to do to call in is join our Discord and join the On Deck channel. Do you have a take on the new trust systems? Having to rank up the fates, job quests being replaced by role quests? If you have an opinion on any of those things, be sure to call in and we'll get your opinions tonight. And like I said, this will be our last spoiler-free episode before we start talking about the MSQ. Wait, Pete, next week is Comic-Con. But we're planning on breaking up this spoilery part into at least two episodes. With the first one discussing the first half of the story and the next episode, the second half of the story. And if Avi read the outline, she knew I was going to talk about that you don't just have one week to do it. You have two weeks to do it. Because to do what? To do the MSQ okay. so you can discuss it with us because we are going to be off next week. We don't have an episode next week because we are attending Comic-Con. And if Pete remembered, Avi's doing her capstone project with college right now and said she won't be able to do the podcast. No for one gives a shit about the last that. week of the month because she's got final stuff. People care about Comic-Con, but people don't care about whatever capstone is. What I'm trying to say is, Pete, I, I think it has something to do with gem crafting. <laughs> I'm not 100 percent sure. What I'm trying to say is some, you're going to have to have a guest on that episode with you because I won't be here for the first MSQ episode. Are you trying to say I can't carry an episode on my own? If you want to. 
We'll see. Thank you so much for that Twitch Prime sub, Erolyn. First time sub, I believe. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Okay, so yeah, we are going to be off next week for Comic-Con, but we're going to do our best to bring you some cool pictures from that. So be sure to follow us on Twitter and Discord. That's where we will be posting them and probably Instagram too. Instagram's easier, yeah. Uh, we are, this was a little up in the air, but Avi just confirmed we are planning on a little bonus stream tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about that at all, Avi? What are we going to be streaming tomorrow? Um, well, I kind of wrote it up. I changed what we were writing up for it for you and, and then led into me. All right. Well, I think Avi has something to say then. Uh, okay. Well, so yeah. I, well, no, you didn't read that at all like I wrote it. <laughs> so um, we're planning a little bonus stream for tomorrow, potentially, Saturday morning. Really sorry for the short notice. Um, if you guys have been following us, you'll know that I have been needing to upgrade my PC for streaming. Um, it just hasn't been able to keep up with it. I've had to lower the quality of pretty much every game I play in order to do a clean stream. Uh, oh, you weren't just playing bad? That was bad quality? <laughs> this it was pretty pretty horrific, crashing, bad, bad stuff. Uh, so this means that I'm going to essentially be building a new PC. Uh, any of you techie nerds out there, I did get the AMD 3900, even though I probably could have just got the 3700. I was just really excited, which also meant that I'm going from Intel to AMD, which means new motherboard, new RAM. I'm basically going to be building a whole new PC, which I haven't done for years since the last PC that we did that with. So Pete commented that it would be fun to live stream this so you guys can see the firsthand rage. See no. the frustration <laughs> and the rage That's and the, the and, tears and that the tears follow. that are inevitable. Um, but it's all going to be dependent upon how my um, operating system backups go tonight, which um, I'm actually running them right now as we do the stream to try to get it ready. Um, so we will not be streaming after the show tonight in preparation for my rebuilding uh, my PC tomorrow. Um, we are planning on starting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this um, this could take a few hours. So it's going to be streaming from Pete's computer while I work on the computer. And then he'll probably even turn his camera and watch as I boot it up and try to, you know, reinstall the operating system. And you'll get to see me cry. See it not start up the first time yeah, she presses the button. Every time. Because I think I've been building PCs for over over a decade, maybe almost approaching two decades now. And maybe one, no, definitely one, maybe two times I've had it boot up the first time I press that fucking power button. Yeah, it's, it's never boots up on the first time. And, and sometimes there's no reason for it. But so um, it's it's definitely like a new IRL kind of stream we're going to be doing. So if you, I hope you guys would enjoy it's it. It's actually going to be our first IRL stream. Yeah. And if that goes well, then maybe you get a little very short IRL stream from Comic-Con or something like that. Yeah, and so um, I do have plans that day. Uh, so I, the stream no will not about your plans. go any later than 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time um, because it definitely can take a couple hours to... Because uh, I'm going to be using the same case and a bunch of the same hard drives and stuff. So there's a take apart and then there's a rebuild. Uh, if you don't get this shit done in four hours, there's going to be tears. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so, um, and I also wanted to respond to something uh, in regard to last week's episode um, that we received some feedback about regarding spoilers. Um, I made, yeah, are you about to make an apology? I made a comment about Yishtola dying. Um, I was making, honestly, I was making a joke about the thickness of her plot armor. I had no intent to actually spoil anything, which honestly, you guys, nothing was spoiled, spoiled if you haven't gotten to the part where something might happen to her or it doesn't. Her plot armor is really thick, you guys. You know what would have been awesome? Hmm. If she dies in the last quest of the expansion 
Well, but then I didn't spoil it because I didn't know. But you did spoil it, but just inadvertently. I, I actually, no, I actually still think, I thought about it later, Pete, and I feel like you spoiled it because I made that comment not thinking about the story at all, saying, because Yishtola dies, making a joke, and you go, oh, but that could be a spoiler. I'm like, and I was like, what? How is that a spoiler? So technically, you made it a spoil, but I got all the hate for making it a spoil. I'm okay with it. Um, so let me give my apology first. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. There it is. I'd like to take oh, this. Going again. <laughs> um, but so I am sorry if, uh, if anybody was upset. Um, I, I was not intending to spoil anything. It was seriously just a joke because she will never die. If Square Enix ever does kill her, I'm going to be shocked and probably playing the next series of Final Fantasy MMOs. Um, again, I'm really sorry. It was making a joke that was obviously not a very good joke. So I'll try to be better or funnier going forward. <laughs> so yeah, just wanted to, wanted to share that. Pete. Oh, get good? Is that what I was supposed to say here? No. Get good at jokes? If you want. All right. Thanks, Avi. Sorry for all the confusion. Confusion all. You made it very difficult to try to be serious about that. I was like, geez, I'm trying to be honest here. And Pete's like, I'm going to make jokes the whole time. I'd like to take this oh chance gosh. to apologize to absolutely nobody. Mm-hmm. Now let's get back into it. Open phones after everyone's favorite segment. Why was that so loud? Because you, you tell me to yell it. No, I don't. Green Leaf Minute. It's the Green Leaf Minute. And Avi's got something really good for you guys if you are an astrologian. So, yes, um, this week's Green Leaf Minute is a really awesome tip that's going to help with the recent changes that they've made to astrologian cards. Uh, this tip has been circulating around on Twitter and a bit on Discord. And it is um, for those who play with keyboard and mouse. So Key and M. Keyboard and mouse. So Astrologian cards now differentiate between buffing ranged or melee classes. So that's kind of one of the biggest differences between it before. Like if it did a DPS buff, it, it equally DPS buffed everybody. Now it it definitely makes a difference between range and melee. So currently... Uh, I do know a little bit about this. Go ahead. So now, like from what I understand, I could be wrong. Like I said, I know, but that's iffy. I've heard okay. that the Astrologian cards, they all buff people now. But if you assign it to the right, either melee or range DPS, it's a better buff. it goes from a 3% buff to a 6% buff. Right, so right. So you're, you, you're, you're missing out on a buff, though, like basically doubling your buff if you, if you buff the wrong person. Yes. So this tip, though, has nothing to do with knowing which one goes to what person this oh, isn't about that you just got to get smart you got to know which 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 sort of class to play it on so that's not what this is so but currently in order to play your card once it's drawn what you have to do is you have to locate your party member who you want to play that card on select that party member and then press the play key you can either select your party member by clicking on them within the party or you can use f1 through f8 to select them throughout the party so the su- suggestion that's been going around, which I think is actually really great, is that you create macros that automatically select an, a certain number, as in one through eight, sort of like that F1 through F8 does. And then it also plays the available card. 
Then what makes this so clever is that you place the corresponding macro next to the party member on your HUD. This way, when you draw a card, you simply click the hot key that lines up to the party member that you want to play the card on, rather than having to click the party member and then select play for the card separately. Sounds like a really small thing, but it will really streamline using your cards. If that sounds a bit confusing, because I did feel like it was difficult to kind of explain this talking to somebody, um, it's definitely easier to understand if you can see it. But I want you to think of it as if you're player one on the party list, tank is player two, next tank is, tank is three, goes on to healers, you know, party goes down through eight that way. Then you use a vertical hot bar set to hide, uh, hot bar that's set to hide unused hidden, god dang it, to hide unused hidden slots. That way um, it's not super cluttered on your screen. And then you populate the corresponding number macro next to the party member on the list because they are numbered as well. So the one that you assign with one goes next to party member one, two, and two, and three, and three. Basically lining up a hot bar with your party bar. Yes. This way um, you click the macro with your mouse and the player next to it or one that is selected and the card is played all in one smooth movement. Um, an additional tip when you're lining up your hotbar with the um, the party list is that it needs to be 10% smaller than the party list on the HUD, and that will make sure that the the macro icon is actually the same size as the class job icon. So the And then going into that, the macro that you're going to be using to play the cards is as follows, and definitely something you'll want to like look up. So I'm going to say that right now we're, we're writing a macro for player one. So to write this macro, you do backslash AC play and then, um, God, I never, the, the bracket, left bracket, one, right bracket within it, backslash my, my M-I-C-O-N play. And that'll just give it a little, so you can see that it's the play marker. And so then you do the action play one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and you replace that little, that number, depending upon which one it is. Um, I so hope if you don't know what macros are, slash AC is slash action. Yes, and so M M I C O N is micro macro icon. After slash AC, which is action, you uh, write the name of the ability for Astrologian. What Avi's talking about, it will be play to play the card, play, and then in the brackets, it's the number on your party picks, list. Picks the person. So um, I hope this makes sense. Um, if not, the visual image can be cir seen circulating on Twitter, and we also have it pinned in our healer channel within our shit Discord. So um, another reason to check out our super fun Discord. <laughs> yes, join the Discord. And of course, as of now, with that green leaf a minute done, we are taking calls whenever you feel like calling in about anything you have going on in Final Fantasy XIV right now. That's if, spoiler free. If, if you have a take on something, don't call to say you're having fun. <laughs> we know you're having fun. Okay. Now it's time for Avi's favorite segment. It's the t -t 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 Tweet of the Week. I like how we go from everyone's favorite segment now to Avi's favorite segment. This is segment. Avi's favorite segment. No. And because Avi did an oopsie last week, we got to play it twice. You play it's it twice every time. Oh, what did you say, Avi? We play it twice every time? Well, then, since you made an oopsie, we have to play it three times. It's Tweet of the Week. I'm going to delete that file. And you know what I have to say about that? I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Not apologizing to that. Okay. I'm having fun. Hope everyone's having fun. This tweet of the week. Oh my God, I got a live one too. Comes from Carlos Alejandre, who tweeted us a Reddit thread from the gaming section of Reddit about a very 
appropriate trophy that people were being nominated for. But they said, I thought Avi is also a strong contender for this beautiful award. And it is just a a beautiful golden salt shaker called the Salty Award. And after all of the salt that you have laid on healers, on scholars in particular. Scholars. Because I don't hate the changes they need to healers. I think it's just perfect. You are the saltiest bitch I've ever known. Why are you picking on me so hard tonight? Gotta do something. We don't we don't got much to talk about since we ain't doing spoilers. Mm. This is just picking on each other night. Picking on Avi night. Oh, hey, you gotta step up your game. Get good. Start picking on me. I'm not in a pick on you mood. Ah, you gotta drink some more. All right. So now it's time for news and notes from around the realm. Before we do, I actually Chili shared in chat that he gave our our show a shout out on a radio show that he was a guest on today. So I just want to say a great big thank you, Chili. That is super sweet of you, and we really appreciate it. I hope you did it in the fastest possible voice because that's always my favorite. I want you on opposite day. What's what's opposite day? Usually like a Wednesday. Someone's like Wednesday is opposite day. Mm-hmm. You should Chili should do that shit as slow as he fucking possibly can. Oh, he said he did do it as fast as he can. Yes, you're the best, Chili. Thank you. Opposite day, you need to do it slow. I thought it was just backwards. Avi, news and notes from around the realm. Do you want to take this one? you want to take the next one? Patch 5.01. We're getting our first patch next week. Monday the 15th at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The servers will be going down for maintenance in preparation for this patch 5.01. The servers are estimated to be back up by 3 a.m. on Tuesday. So on Tuesday, July 16th, we will be getting patch 5.01, which will include the first 24-man raid of Shadowbringers. We know that the raid series has been named Eden, but not much more than Eden's storyline will involve restoring elements to the first, which had been stripped by the overabundance of light. Based off of past raids, eye levels compared to Tomestone eye level gear were predicting that the minimum eye level for Eden raid will be about 425. Nothing has been confirmed, but that's our best guess so far, and that should be the very least what you try to get before Tuesday. It is going to be nice to get some new raid content. It's been quite a while since we've had some. Also, the Ether data center has been congested pretty much the whole time since the expansion. So if you're trying to get onto one of those servers, your best chance is probably do it right when those servers come back up. That's a nice little tip. Yeah, because they will fluctuate. Like some of them are- Oh, was are- it an eight-man raid? Did I say, tw- was it eight-man and not 24-man? Did you say 24-man? Yeah. I thought you told me it was a 24-man. No. Why would oh. I say it's a 24-man? Because I thought that's what you said. Eight man. That's my bad, guys. He didn't write 24 in there. I said that. You son of a bitch trying to throw me under the bus. No, I thought you told me it was a 24 man because I don't care about the eight mans as much. I don't talk to you. How would I have told you that? So that's a long silence. That was intentional. Uh, what do you think about this, Avi? Are you, are you excited for the Eden raid? No, because I'm nowhere near that. What are you talking about? I'm not done with the MSQ yet. Dude, you're not that far away. They told you when you were further than me that you still had six hours. Yeah, that's one weekend of playing. I don't have that kind of time right now. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. Who cares about school? I do. It's called Capstone. That doesn't sound like anything real. It decides whether or not I graduate. It's real. I'm super excited for this. It's been a long time since we got any eight-man raid. I can't believe she said 24-man. I didn't even catch that. He doesn't listen to me. Get good, Peter. I know. I think I just probably was hoping it was a 24-man because I don't. 
get excited for i mean the eight mans are fun but i really like the 24 mans Those no, are what so I have we're fun. actually getting eden the first step in the real what i'm going to call the real raid because um, the eight man is the real raid 24 man is 24 man raid i already did that shit obviously trying to tell me to jump in game so we don't get kicked out i was doing it silently so it wouldn't interrupt him talking on the podcast but you know that's always fun i even told the person in chat good looking out mm. so i'm excited because we haven't got eight man raid for what feels like a really long time now you do the eight man raids a lot more than i do because because i go to savage you yeah. didn't you are too busy to do savages tier you might be able to do savage in tier two of this Maybe. So that will be exciting if you're able to get back into Savage for this. Because despite what a lot of you probably think, Avi's actually pretty good at this game. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> like, I have to give credit where credit is due. She's decent. Did you guys hear? He actually gave me a compliment. She's decent. And that's the best compliment I can give. Is that I'm decent? I'm adequate? She's. You're strong, smart, and a very adequate whore. Exactly. That's what I've been saying this whole time. You, she's pretty decent. And a pretty adequate whore. So there you go. Uh, that's what the sound effect said. I, I didn't uh, say it. Pixie just says, everyone knows Avi only gets compliments at the beginning of the podcast. I look forward to them every week. It's my, my compliments for the week. Huh. All right, Pete. Consider wanna... yourself lucky. To get one a week? Yeah. Could be a lot worse. <laughs> okay. Could just be negs all the time. So 99.9% .9 of the time isn't, isn't enough? No, like 99% of the time is like even keel. Could be negative. Is it though? Is it though? So you're really excited for this raid is what you're trying to say. So excited. I don't have time for it. I won't be able to do it. I probably won't be able to do it for a few months, honestly. Now you'll, you'll do the regular raid because that's, that's easy shit. I know. I just I, I'm really stressed out right now. And like I, I've just been leveling through the MSQ. I just got to the point in the MSQ where you have to complete your job role quest mm -hmm. to get some armor for yourself. And that got me to I level 420, baby. And I'm thinking we're only have to get to 425. And that's re without replacing a whole bunch of shit on my accessories. So I'm only going to have to get a few good shit so it's not too bad if you guys can finish the msq you'll be ready to go yeah so it, it's not gonna be too hard uh and everybody if you've never done regular eight man raid you definitely need to start doing that that shit's n i would not say that's any harder than dungeons yeah they are uh i'd say in the very beginning it might be a little bit harder i mean than starboard dungeons. and larboard kicks people's butts for that's a while just if you can't okay if you don't if you if you haven't passed kindergarten yet that might be hard for you. If you don't know your left from your right, these raids might be a little bit tough for you. So Mothman commented, Pete's beer must be good tonight. Uh, he did comment that they're 11%. Uh, I, was, I was actually just realizing, I'm like, why is he acting like this? And I was like, oh, those beers are ridiculously strong. I even tweeted out earlier a picture of the can saying tonight's podcast might get a little bit sloppy. <laughs> Oops, Pete is rough. And too bad I don't have the fucking sloppy sound effect right now. Mm-hmm. We definitely should. All right, Pete, you want to move on to the next? There's a new contest going on right now, Avi. Mm -hmm. This is right up your alley. It is. Just started this morning. It's the Become the Darkness Screenshot Sweepstakes. I want to yes, send. I am. Look at my sword. I want to send a screenshot that's just pitch black. 
Does that does that count? Uh, you will be disqualified. Why? Because you need two screenshots, bitch. One pitch black. Why don't you let me read this and then you can sit? Then you'll know why you're so wrong. Okay. So one screen's pitch white. Basically, this is a contest. You want to take two screenshots. Okay. Depicting your character shifting from light to darkness. I will take one white screenshot and one black screenshot. I yeah. don't think you're going to win. Oh, man. You mean I'm not going to get a, the scarf of wondrous wit? So basically, this is going to be pre-Shadowbringers and a post-Shadowbringers screenshot. Mm. To win one of the standard prizes, like you said, scarf of wondrous wit, mandragora, choker, uh, gala cap, whatever the other fucking three are Uber that we always talk about. Yeah. And I refuse to talk about them again because they don't change them. You'll need to follow their official Twitter account at FFFF underscore XIV underscore EN. So Final Fantasy XIV underscore English. That's what EN stands for. Did you know that, Avi? Yes, I did. I don't think you did. Okay. Then you need to tweet out those two pics. Mention that at FF underscore XIV underscore EN and use the hashtags hashtag FFXIV hashtag W-O-D sweepstakes, so Warrior of Darkness sweepstakes, and have your full in-game name and the world in that tweet, and there will be 100 winners. Runs until July 26th. Chili really wants that gala cap, apparently. Chili, I think you have a chance of winning this one, hon. You should really try. Like, there's 100 winners. A lot of people have already won these things. Like, may as well try. I feel like Chili has enough connections. He can just ask for that hat. <laughs> Whatever. See, someone give you their code. He wants to win it legitimately. You should do it. Try, I can man. respect that. There have been more ratings that have come in for Shadowbringers. These are their scores on Metacritic. For PS4, the critic score is 92. User score is 8.2. Um, PC, is it 9, 9.2 for critic score or 90? There's, these are weird that one's on the, out of 100 and one's out of 10. I wrote it correctly. Okay. This is very strange. So critics get it out of 100. Users me. get it out of 10. Um, so PS4, critics 92. Users 8.2. PC, critic 91. User 9.2. I mean, it's the same freaking number. You just move the decimal. So. That's how they do it. They let critics do one out of 100. They let users do out of 10. The critic score on PS4 and PC puts it at the number one rated game for this year for PC or PlayStation 4. It would be tied for the third highest in all of 2018. Of the negatives we've seen, the most common ones seem to be from new people who are trying to get to that new content. So that's always the difficult part. What do you think about that, Avi? That, uh, that's the biggest complaint. I understand that complaint because um, like someone like, like Hyperpixie, who I've been playing 14 with, she doesn't necessarily have the time to commit to going through all that content in 14, but she wants to do content with us. And um, she did buy a story skip. I told her not to buy a level jump, but she did skip the Realm Reborn, which so many people hate on because I get that Final Fantasy 14 is all about the story. But honestly, I feel like it's equal. What makes this game great is the story and playing with your friends. And if you can't play with your friends and you're stuck by yourself, you're going to quit because you're not going to necessarily you're not you're missing off out on half of the fun. I this doesn't happen often, Avi, but I 100 percent agree with you. It must be the beer. It must be the beer. I'm fucking loco tonight. Um, but I agree. Like I tell people the strong suit of 
Final Fantasy fourteen in the MMO sphere is their story. Mm-hmm. And I do think that does apply to 2.0, 3.0, 4.0. And I think 5.0 really actually kicks it up a notch. Oh, yeah. But um, even for those first three, uh, A Realm Reborn, Heaven's Ward, and Stormblood, it's still good story. But I'm going to do a little caveat on that. It's good story for the initial release. Yeah, it's good for when it was released. The storytelling has adapted and changed so it, much. Yeah, it's not just that. Like It's not from like three years ago compared to now. It's it's very good when they can release eight to ten hours of story at one time. Mm-hmm. It's when they're releasing two hours of story every three and a half months where the game really in my opinion, it suffers. Yes, yes. I did, when, when she talked about the story skip, I, I told her not to skip more than A Realm Reborn because she did do she did do a good bit of it. And then I said, you know, again, it's all those little additions that, that starts to get really drag on you. And she really loves dragons. So I said, hey, you know what? If it's going to make you enjoy the game, then you get to those dragons and you have fun with that. And that I think that's okay. And I don't think anyone should give someone hate for doing that in the game because they, you know... You don't pay their sub, I guess, you know, and and I did say, why don't you go back and watch some YouTube videos that'll give you some catch up on all the story and watch those cutscenes so you can at least get an idea of the basis of where everything came from, because I do think you should know that story. And people have done videos that are like an hour and a half, two hours long on just the Realm Reborn story. So you can really get a good grasp of it all. And ultimately, what I've come down to is play the game normal. Don't do any sort of level or job skip. You level so fast. You don't need to. Yeah, you you level really fast. So do that until you get to a point where you're not having any fun. Yeah. If you get to a point where you're not having any fun. You feel stuck or Then trapped. you can buy the story skip. Because A Realm Reborn after 2.0, once you get into 2.1, 2.2, and beyond, it fucking slogs. Yeah. It's bad. You're it's hard. You're running fetch quests for yep. Titan, and it's bullshit, <laughs> and it's fucking boring. Like, it is. Like, I... I love this game. Uh, I've said this from the very beginning of the podcast. As soon as I don't like this game, podcast done. Like, Okay. I've said that from the very beginning of this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I still love this game, so that's why the podcast still happens. Okay. Um, Pete, how about you hand me that other beer so nah, you can't drink it? No. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, so that's what, that's what I would say. Play it. If you're enjoying the story, if you're ju- enjoying the quests... Then keep on going that way. As soon as you hit a point where you don't enjoy it anymore, feel free to skip it. And then you can, and you don't even have to buy a job skip if you want. Just fucking skip cutscenes because honestly, some of those cutscenes can drag on, and you can just skip the cutscenes and then not have to pay whatever what is twenty bucks for the job skip. I would never do the job skip. I just said story skip. or story skip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone in chat um, even saying that my friend really struggled the end of A Realm Reborn, found it really hard to work, and has taken a break because of it. It, it does. It causes people to stop playing. So, um, I mean, even if you can for your friend, when do they get to the point when they're not having fun anymore? Get them the the, sco- the story skip. Skip that 2.0, you know, like on, and then they can start with Heaven's Ward. So they did get the, the bulk of the story, and then let them have and fun with the game Before again. they introduced the story skip, they had talked about maybe streamlining yeah. the beginning of A Realm Reborn. And now they won't because With, they want yeah, the money. Yeah, exactly. 100%. If yeah. they've already got people buying it, that's what they're going to continue with. And unfortunately, I think a better option would be 
to get people to like the game and keep on playing, keep on subscribing, than to risk them willing to shell out a whole bunch of money to skip that. Because I think if you make it more accessible, make it to your, like, your good shit, the shit that people are going to subscribe for, mm -hmm. that's where you're better off. Traylon actually just said there are about 100 main scenario quests between Realm Reborn and Heaven's Ward. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's ridiculous. And, and also, Ocops, I want to say thank you so much for that Twitch Prime uh, sub three months in a row. All right. He also says Shadowbringers is basically a Wes Anderson film featuring cat girls. 10 out of 10. I, I, and I, I don't agree with that. That's I, why I didn't read that. I'm going to give... Uh, what the fuck is our cat doing over there? I'm going to give a little preview. I really liked the first half of Shadowbringers so far. Pete, I'm, Pete, sweetie, I love you. I'm not going to spoil anything. I don't trust you right now. Uh, I'm I'm not at that point. Don't worry. I'm, But I have not enjoyed the second, or maybe if I'm going to break it into the thirds, because I don't know how much time I have left. First third, amazing. Second third, mm, not amazing at all. Se uh, last third, I don't know yet. But if they don't pay off some shit that they introduced in that second third, in the last third, I'm going to be pissed. Okay. That's what we're going with. Okay. I'm not as far as in it as you are, so I can't comment on any of that, and I won't. And let I'm not just shitting on the game. Don't take it as that. Like I said before, I think this is Pete, the... Pete, I don't think you should be giving any comments on the story as a whole until I'm you've not, done the story as a whole. This, so far, this is the best expansion that I have experienced in Final Fantasy XIV. Right. But I mean, you're you're basically complaining that they you hope they do something. Well, they just wait and until you've... Oh, I have my complaints already. Don't worry. Just because I think this is the best expansion, this is the best content that Final Fantasy XIV has produced so far, doesn't mean I still don't have complaints well, on it. Well, I mean, it. that's completely valid, but I don't think you should be voicing them until you've experienced the whole thing. Oh, I'm all about premature. I was trying to think of something that rhymed with ejaculation, but I couldn't think of it. That's okay. All right, so why don't we move on to the next segment right there? I need you to do a sound bite for it. You guys, this is the episode where it's seriously like uh, herding cats. This is the the herding cats Pete show. I got to keep him on schedule. Isn't it weird how I have so much better posture when I'm drunk? Sure. All right. So uh, this uh, question is actually from Rathok, who gave us last week's question as well and now i have no more lore questions and you guys i have no time to write lore questions so i would love some more lore questions so please 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 send me some more i love you you're amazing so the question is it's the seventh umbral era you've traveled to the frozen land of coerthus are you listening to me pete yeah in the hope to find the key in order to be able to engage garuda while you're there, you become involved in a conspiracy and have to prove the innocence of which house leader? A. Lord Horshafont Greystone. B. Lord Francel del Hallianarte. C. Lord Drillamonte de Lacerant. Or D. Lord Ingarlo Guillame. I think it's B or C. Because Horshafont. He's not he's not the head of the house. So maybe he's a lord, I don't know, but he's not the head of the house. Give me a, give me B and C. B is Lord Francel de Hallianarte. C is Lord Drillamont de la Serante. 
trying to pronounce that right. I'm probably still butchering it. They look, mm. feel very French. I real I recognize the surname in B. Mm-hmm. I re- realize the forename in C. Mm-hmm. God damn it. I'm going to go with B. Final answer. And you are right. Hell yeah. I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. Whenever he gets a new soundbite, you guys, it's like the episode is that soundbite. Nailed it. Still undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't got one right in three weeks. So good job. What the fuck are you talking about? Before that, you got four weeks in a row right, and then it was three weeks. Excuse me. I've got like at least one part of each question right, and I count that as a fucking win. We don't do partial credit here. It's pass or fail. Since when? Since I... I I write the fucking rules for this shit. Since I uh, highlight it in green or red, if you got it right. Chili agrees. Undefeated. That's because Chili's too nice. I'm not as nice as Chili. Chili's the best. Maybe you should marry Chili. Uh, I tried at Las Vegas. Moving on to discussion, Avi. First thing I want to talk about tonight is one of the new systems introduced in Shadowbringers. It's the trust system. This has been head and shoulders above the similar squadron system. Mm -hmm. Like the squadron system, the trust system is for you to be able to do some content solo. Currently, it's only available for the 5.0 dungeons. So you play whatever job you would like, and then you'll pick three others from a group of NPCs to go with you. And the NPCs that are the ones, uh, the NPCs that you can pick from are the ones that are available to you through your point in the MSQ. Mm -hmm. So at different points in the MSQ, only certain people are basically questing with you at that time. Right. So you can only pull from that group of people. And I think that's cool. That's definitely better than the squadron system where you're running random dungeons with the squadron that you just got by random, basically. Well, no, you can build up your squadron. You can pick these people from the squadrons, but they have absolutely nothing to do with the MSQ. Oh, I see. They're, well, you should write your own backstory for them, Pete. <laughs> I'm not on Balmung. I'm not going to do that. So from a storytelling and continuity standpoint, point, this system is really nice. It, it makes sense that you're going through this journey with these people that are the ones that are going to go through a dungeon with you. Like you've been doing like the the MSQ solo this whole time. And then occasionally you get to this dungeon where you need help. And then typically what it's been is you have to join the duty finder and you're doing this dungeon with other warriors of light. But that doesn't quite really make sense because you are supposed to be the warrior of light. I guess it is more lore appropriate. Yes. So that's what I think is a positive of this system is you're... Doing this MSQ with these people, Yishtola, mm-hmm. Yuriange, whoever, um, and then you get to a point where you can do a dungeon and you can choose to go with these people that have been joining you on your quest this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really neat. I think that's really cool uh, because you can do it with them instead of some asshole like me in the duty finder yeah. who's going to ruin your cutscene with some metallic green subligar. Um, this is actually something they brought in from Final Fantasy XI, if you remember. No, I don't. I never played it. No. Why would I remember that? Remember us talking about it. Oh, soon as we do a podcast, I don't remember shit. Okay. Um, 
So, um, but I felt like more so in 11, it was when, you know, like there weren't as many people playing. And so it was, it made it so people could get, have the cues speed up essentially is why they did it. It does feel more lore appropriate with the way it's done now. Um, I'm curious, Pete, how many dungeons have you run with the trust system? Uh, just two. I've done it once. I, I did it once just to test it after I had run the first dungeon through Duty, Duty Finder. Mm-hmm. Did the first one with the Duty Finder. When I got to the second dungeon, it was pretty late in the night or very early in the morning, like 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I queued via Duty Finder and it was estimated like 20 something minutes. And at that late in the night or morning, uh, I didn't want to wait. So I ran it with I ran the first time the second dungeon as a trust. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good option. I like it having it as an option. And I like that, as Chili just said, I was going to say, you can use the trust to farm dungeons uh, for minions or gear drops or whatever you want. And I think that's a really cool option. It does, uh, for the gear drops, it does cut them in half. But um, if you, you don't have people to roll against. So you have, you're more likely to get everything that drops. So there's there's that to think about. If you do get, a, get that minion, you don't have three other people to roll against. Right. Um, I... I don't like the idea that, um, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. I don't like the idea that it's taking away the socializing aspect of the game. I do like that um, it does force people to to sort of socialize with these dungeons, but it does suck that, you know, sometimes the queue times are so bad with certain jobs that um, they they can't really, they just have to wait half an hour to get into a dungeon. It is a nice alternative, especially since it's not all of the dungeons. It's just the newer ones. And it's, you don't get the... Um, you don't get the roulette bonus with the trust. So it's it's not necessarily something people are going to do so often to spam stuff. It'll be the spam for getting gear and, and, and stuff like that. So are you what what side do you come down on? Are, are you in the middle? Are you going to play it safe like that? Are you going to say you like it or you dislike it? Why are you getting all condescending on me saying, am I going to play it all safe like that? Because I'm doing the typical sports radio thing. We need to argue about one point. Pete's, Pete's intoxicated and has been listening to a lot of sports radio today. So I um, apologize. Um, I, I just commented that I like that it gives you the option to farm stuff and to cut those cues if you're trying to do a particular dungeon, especially if you're trying to farm for a minion or a piece of gear. But I, I also like that you can't use them to get the roulette bonuses. So it's not going to take away from that. Yeah, of course, you're not going to be able to get them for the roulette bonuses. That wouldn't make any sense. And like, like we had someone uh, earlier in chat, I believe it's Oak and Hops, talking about how uh, they should force players to be social and play with each other. I mean, that's fine and good, but the people who want to do it are going to do that. It's definitely faster to do these dungeons in a player-made group. Right. But this is for those people who don't want to play with your dumb ass. Right. I like that it gives them an option. We've mentioned, I have friends before, I've mentioned before who like to play this game solo and they were actually waiting for this system, which like I mentioned had been implemented in 11 to be implemented in 14 because she doesn't have the time to put into the game. And so she doesn't feel her skills are up to like what people expect for, you know, doing this content together. And so if she just does it with a trust, she can do it at her own pace and her own way. And, and she likes that option. Yeah. So I, in my opinion, trusts are a very good system. Currently, they've said they only plan to have it in 5.0 and beyond. I think they need to be adding this to earlier content. Uh, They should have this right away. They should add this shit to the MSQ dungeons. 
This should not be something that new players have to wait in queue for, for people to queue for MSQ roulette. Because that's the only people, that's the only time people queue for MSQ is from MSQ Roulette. I, I'm pretty sure that that they will be adding this to different content um, eventually. I'm, I'm hoping it's not added to all of the content, but uh, definitely the much older content, especially the MSQ stuff and things that are that have an unreasonable length of queue time for people to get into. I think it'll definitely uh, be an element of that streamlining you said you wish they, wish they had. Yes, streamlining in addition to that, because when right now msq roulette is pretty quick i will give them that because it's the start of a new expansion and because when i ran an msq roulette at level 79 i got like almost 15 million exp so people will do it for that because it seems to be scaling really fucking well Mm. or well i mean the other thing that kind of sucks is that the squadrons are available for older dungeons but you don't have the squadrons available until you've leveled up in your grand company. And so you're not able to do it with those older dungeons until you've passed them and you don't need them anymore. And it's not for all of them. It's only for a select right, few. Right, right. So it'll be interesting to see how they decide to implement I, this I hope not. they go backwards and I hope they start with the MSQ dungeons. There's only two. Fucking do it. It's doubtful, but it would. I think it'd be good to do it for the MSQ especially. Anything locked behind MSQ, excuse me, anything locked behind MSQ should uh, have that available. And it's all it, like like we said at the beginning. It's very nice if you're playing a really late in the night or early in the morning, and you just don't want to wait for that fucking duty finder to pop. Mm-hmm. So I'm 100 percent in on it. I don't care. Like this was not hard for them to I- implement. Like they had already started the process with squadrons. If you think this like took a whole bunch of development time, I don't think it did. Well, I see Oakops. Yeah, he's you have a more negative comments, Oaks. Like you're just typing this in chat. We've got the on deck channel. If you want to come in and voice some negative opinions on trust system, yeah. we are here to hear it. Bite me, fucker. Yeah, Pete's Pete's all snarky today. All right. Hey, thank you for that, Kai Zen Ken, <laughs> with the first time sub, I believe. Thank you so much, Twitch Prime sub. All right, we're. Maybe Oak, if he grows... Oh, we got a follow from uh, Gamorki. But let's move on. All right, Oakop's joined. Okay, he wants to fight. All right. Oh, we got two people in there. Oak and Hops, you joined first. You're the first name I saw in there over the person who joined just after you. Oak and Hops, you I'm are... Very, hey, hey, shut the fuck up. You're very opinionated. Hold on, you're a little bit loud. Can, can you tell me a nursery rhyme quick so I can test your volume? All right, I'm talking now. All right, what do you got to say? Okay, I'm going to die to the Sin Eater to say that. <laughs> First thing, Shadowbringers is the best expansion in Final Fantasy XIV. It's the best SE content since Final Fantasy X. That's okay. really boring. I it's agree with you so far. That's the only Final Fantasy now, you've played other than fourteen, Pete, so you can't really agree with that. I've played ten. Uh huh. What the, now, bitch? The only other one you played. And, and have faith on the story. Like the last two hours is the best. So don't give up on it. It, it does. It does get a little tedious there towards like sixty-seven. Well, I mean, any any like so thinking about movies when there's a trilogy and it's a good way to think of stories in general with the beginning, the middle, the end. The middle almost always has a lull. That's the mid. The middle gets you to the end. So it's it rarely ever keeps that height, that level in any story. It usually kind of goes really so, good. Sometimes the middle makes me lose my wood. You plateau, and Ooh, then you that dick you know. flies right out of my dick. What? What? 
Go ahead, Oak. That sounds really painful if that's flying out of your dick. Dick flying um, out of his dick, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, Goes there, in, not like out the tip, breaking problem, the skin. Though. Go ahead, Oak. And the problem is that SE continues to make all these little subsystems that create ongoing development resource allocations. Our great examples are like Eureka, Trust, Blue Mage. They aren't integrated into the core battle system. They're just essentially a little distraction for you. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, they don't create as much good content, the type of content that people love, like MSQ, stories, raids, etc. Instead, they pump out the type of carb- or really compartmentalized content. Trust but, is a really good example of that. But they've already written as much MSQ as they're fucking capable of. Okay, he they're not going to be doing any extra of that. Hire the trust people, hire more MSQ. No. Well, what if the trust possible. people are the same people who worked on Eureka and the Blue Mage? Yeah. Like, that's like that department specialty. Fire. They, you, you, now you're talking out your ass. They don't have those people to write better systems. Okay, they're reusing fucking Eureka for 5.1 for their restoration of Ishgard. Okay, Wait, they're they're the going team, to reuse right? shit. They they're not going to write. They're not going to rewrite shit. But that that's really like the only central complaint I can see about Shadowbringers. It's a spectacular expansion. Um, I just hope they really add a little diversity to dungeons and raids, though, because running down hallways and circular boss fights are getting a little stale. All right, you you came on saying it's one hundred out of one hundred, and now you're talking about negatives. No, he was all yeah, negative. Yeah, definitely. He was all negative on the trust system, Pete. Okay, but he was all one hundred. Okay, so He's you're you're one hundred percent on the story. You're. So what would you give this expansion? Considering all your positives, all your negatives, what do you give this expansion? It gets a nine. I mean, on a combat-wise, it's playing beautiful. Mm-hmm. Jobs are flowing well. Samurai and Warrior in particular are playing beautifully. I'm still killing the Sin Eater. I'm doing terrible DPS. It's embarrassing. Okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think the trust system is negatively affecting anything? Do you think any cues are slower no, because of that? No, that's not what his comment, Pete, was. His comment was that the, the, the development time should have been spent elsewhere. That's his comment. Should it have not been? Not to talk for you, Because Oak, I'm sure there's plenty he's of... not listening. There's plenty of people who would... You know you have a friend who plays this way. There's plenty of people who would love to play this game where they didn't have to group with any of our dumbasses. Mm-hmm. MMORPG. Doesn't matter. I don't give a shit. This is this is one of like a friend who plays every Final we Fantasy game. We are talking about Square Enix wanting to make money. And if they can make money by spending a little bit of time to make one system where you can play the whole game solo, they will do it. And it doesn't and it doesn't affect you because those people don't want to play with you, Oak. What were you saying, Oak? We don't know how they allocate resources, so it's very speculative. Yes. But if they could, for instance, create with the amount of uh, resources they devote into shit like Eureka, Blue Mage, Trust System. If they could create like another raid tier, or let's say like another um, 24 man dungeon arc, we don't know how much they could do with that. Right. And they could do a lot of really good stuff with it. Or they could actually make dungeons something else than hallways and boss <laughs> fights something more than circular arenas. That'd See, be I, awesome. I don't feel like the um, Trust System took as much dev time as it seems, considering I feel like they, they did a test Trust System with a squadron, were able to build off of that previous work. So I don't see, we'll and especially, I, I don't feel like it, it's not something, compl- they don't, they're, they're kind of smart about that, this other side content in a way where they, they're, 
they release it in a way where it's it, instead of having a test server, they release it as a test thing where it's only certain uh, dungeons you can do and stuff like that. And then the, it would be, an, I think the ultimate goal of the squadrons was the trust system. I honestly think that was that was a fully developed idea was we're, we're going to do this a little bit, make sure it works here, work out any bugs, and then we'll release it this way for everybody else going forward. Just my opinion. Yeah, let's just hope it's not too costly. I mean, it, it is nice, though. The one redeeming part of it and why it's not a complete dumpster fire is it does help busy people with queues, especially in a couple months. Yeah. I, I like it because um, I think it's the second dungeon. I really like the gear in. Um, and I know I'm going to want to go back and, and farm it for gear. And I like the idea that I can do that by myself. I don't have to fight somebody else and well, I want the black mage piece and I'm playing as my dancer and then a black mage gets in there and I'm like, you bitch, you know, so I know that I'll get it regardless, you know, of what class I'm playing. So I don't I think it's a cool option. The um, glam benefit. So basically what we're saying, Oak, is you're wrong. We're going to have to let you go and we're going to have to bring in another caller. Bye. Bye. Bring in Sharketh. That's the person I saw. Shark Teeth is the next person oh. we're bringing in. Hey, Shark, can you talk so we can adjust your volume? Like four minutes behind this. I'm still listening to the last person talking. Right. All right, well, turn oh. that off. You're talking to us so, now. So, yeah, now mute mute uh, the Twitch and listen to us in Discord. You are muted. All right. Um, what do you got to add? Uh, well, I was missing. I missed the previous thing, but... Uh, I don't know. I guess I just like I started listening to you guys yesterday, and I uh, started with the <laughs> episode. So I'm I play healers. Okay. Uh, and I started uh, yesterday with the episode about the first uh, day of uh, Shadowbringers, and mm -hmm. it was just like there was a solid twenty minutes of just you <laughs> screaming at the end, and it was understandable, understandable. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm here to say that like I I played Skull. I mean. I, I usually play uh, I usually switch between white mage and scholar and I play I played scholar up to eighty mm -hmm. and it was a it was a it was an okay experience I'm not gonna lie like you you what you said uh, earlier and I don't know if your opinions changed what you said earlier about healing dungeons at seventy mm -hmm. sucking mm -hmm. it sucks so much it's so boring <laughs> yeah horrible it's just so hard and it, it literally but. Um, it, it's absurdly hard. Like the missing the fact that you don't have protect, the fact that tanks don't have uh, increased cooldowns, and the fact that their damage caps off off uh, caps off at like a twenty percent for their tank stance that they get as an auto ability. Mm -hmm. That's like it's it's terrible. Uh, <laughs> Scholar is interesting though because uh, what really matters is I'm sure you've noticed that like changes uh, in the dungeon design are evident, and it's like cool whatever. Um, I guess I'm just on here just to rant. So, no, no, I, okay. we love the so, rant. No, Pete, uh, this is my thing, though. It's like, okay, maybe it sucks at 70, but how does it feel at 80? Have you gone to 80? Oh, Have you he healed those? Yes. 80, yes. I've gotten to 80 on, uh, okay, I've gone to 80 on three classes. I've gone to 80 on Scholar, Summoner, because they're like flip flop. That's why I did Scholar. And then I got to 80 on Paladin. Uh, and I'm getting there with White Mage. So, Scholar from what I understand and from what like the numbers seem to be showing me is that uh even with scholar if you don't like if you didn't like white mage because their positions have completely flip-flopped yep I didn't like white mage and white mage is the damage dealer damage yep. dealer or healer that doesn't heal as much as they should and scholar is like the pure-blooded healer it's terrifying so I guess uh, the, get... all we have to say is healers adjust right <laughs> Yeah, I suppose. 
But that's I actually always found White Mage boring um, because I didn't have I, I like having too much to do, and Scholar was always your too much to do class. So gives you had like a lot to do, and yeah. it's like it's fun. It's fun. Um, what is it? Uh, so, but what I was saying is that at eighty, Scholar feels a lot better. Um, basically, from what I understand, uh, White Mage has more MP regeneration tools, but they also have a lot more MP draining things to do AOE healing. And on so on base level, they look like they take a lot less a lot less mana, but they don't because whereas Scholar has uh Fey Blessing, which does 350, uh, they have uh, Indomitability, they have uh, the Seraph, which does a lot. Um, they just have a bunch of these like AoE things, whereas White Mage has to do Medica, Medica 2, uh, Cure 3, and those eat up your mana like nothing Well, that's else. because of the so, you're using your Aether Stacks, which don't cost you any mana, and now with Scholar, totally. you have no use for that except for using them on heals. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I... I, I'm not super upset about the loss of energy and I'm like irritated because I'm not like, if you switch your playstyle, which I guess is like a lot to do, what really happens is that you end up wasting one uh, on, you end up wasting, uh, because I'm sure you've noticed, have you been healing through the dungeons or did you switch completely? I've switched completely. I also haven't had a lot of time to play. I got to play like the first week because basically the week of release I had off from school and then now I'm back in school and I haven't had a whole lot of time to play. I think I haven't played since last weekend. Um, like I'm not to, <laughs> to go into my personal life, but uh, I'm doing something which means that like uh, for college, I'm doing something which means that I can't take college class, summer classes because mm. they don't allow me to. So I'm just stuck playing video games. Oh, poor it's you. <laughs> yes, I know. So, uh, but so I level... So, mm. Wait. So, what what, you what's your main? What's your main? I don't think I caught that. Uh, I main scholar right now. I want to main white mage. Uh, uh, because... What What did you main pre uh, pre Shadowbringers? I flopped between the healers. Like uh, I did white mage best. I did scholar second best, and I did asked when I had to. Okay, so you're white mage main mostly before Shadowbringers, and what are you what are you leaning towards now? White mage in Shadowbringers. I haven't brought White Mage up to 80, but I might go towards White Mage just because um, Scholar has too much to do in Trials, and it's like it's not overwhelming, but I want to try White Mage like, as a breath of air. See, I think Scholar um, would be a lot of fun in Trials. Actually, I feel like that's where so Scholar will, will basically shine. Because from what I've seen, people... It, it's pretty funny because pre... Pre before anything got released, just from the patch notes that we had, everyone was actually fairly happy with Astrologian changes. And then after everything hit, people are not that happy with Astrologian right. changes. People were They're pissed. not happy with the Astrologian changes predominantly in dungeons. People Pete. were pissed at Scholar changes pre. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, well, Scholar, even though we can't DPS like we used to, they're one of the most powerful healers available so they're fucking awesome for these trials right that we but have what, i right feel now. like what's happening a lot of time with scholar like this now is kind of what you mentioned i feel like people who used to main white mage because they liked the pure healing aspect are now becoming scholars and the scholars who liked having all that stuff to kind of balance and dps at the same time are becoming white mages and so it's going to take a while for that to kind of really visualize and be seen because people have to actually level the classes to 80 what do you think on that shark I, uh, it's, okay, so first, to, like, be nerdy a little bit, I love crunching the numbers on all the classes. Uh, <laughs> the reason that White Mage deals more damage than Scholar is because, uh, 
it's it's all depending on like how good you are at being able to like uh, uh stutter step when you cast uh mm -hmm. overall white mage has white mage and scholar both have one dot and one base ability scholar has a second one in rune two uh, but that's more complicated so uh white mage does 120 with their dot like flat out and then they do uh 600 over the course of uh so that's 750 scholar just does 60 600 uh, over the course of their dot. And then their filler damage ability, Broil 3, does 280, whereas White Mage just does 300. Mm. So it's just like a bit more damage. But Scholar has a moving uh, filler ability in Rune 2, so they can get some more damage up if, they, like, uh, if they're doing mechanics. But so they have to be more but, mindful, of, very mindful of their mana as well, because they don't have a lot of abilities to regen. Eh, tomato, tomato. I mean, honestly, they both eat up the same amount of mana. Mm. Uh, so in damage abilities, you have to be less worrisome. Uh, it's more in dungeons that your mana gets eaten up, but overall in trials, I've only done dungeons. Mm -hmm. um, uh, but uh, to get back to the question, which I totally got off topic from, uh, uh, what was it? How big is which it? Which healer I like more? No, Pete. Sorry, we have intoxicated when we have intoxicated Pete tonight. Um, I'm herding cats. Uh, do you have a not to rush you at all, Shark? But we do have another person on deck. Do you have any closing yes, thoughts you want to say? Um, so final statement is that, uh, I feel like white mage, I want to try white mage out because I feel like scholar is you push all the buttons perfectly and it's great. Uh, right now you, you substitute in your energy drain to regain, to re, uh, regen mana for, uh, uh, sacred soil which sounds super crazy, but you get an ability that gives your sacred soil regeneration. So it works the same as a, uh, lustrate. So it's crazy because you don't think to do that. That's the real hmm. mind-breaking thing that you should do as scholar, which you don't think to do. Right. They just have all these little like regens, and then they have their fairy regen. So it looks like they don't have a lot of healings, but they have a lot of these like tiny regens in the 150, in the 120 that you get the regen with like uh, whispering whatever, mm -hmm. and then you get that thing. So it's crazy. But all right, one white last question. So scholars have to think of like white mages now, where they actually regen. Who's your favorite host, Peter Avi? He's only heard one uh, episode. It's <laughs> enough. Avi has a prettier name. Thank you. <laughs> Careful. That's, that's my final statement. I'll take it. Have okay, a wonderful. Wow. Pete, you sound like Pete. You sound like um one of the guys from Join the Party, a D and D podcast thing. That's that's it. You gotta go listen to that, Pete. I, I was ready to drop your ass, but I have no idea what that means. So. Uh... But we'll, I'll look up Join the Party and see if I can I can hear it as well. Have a Have wonderful a day, Shark. Thank you so much. All right, and next on deck, we have Onikaru. Onikaru, how are you doing tonight, my friend? What's your name? What's your character name? What server do you play on? So you guys know me as Edge Odinblast. Um, oh, I sent, you, I sent you a gift, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thanks, my man. So, my yeah, my boy liked the coasters. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, do you mean your son, is... or you're like your your best friend, your boy? Uh, one and the same. He is my son, and he's oh. my best friend. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Onikaru um, on Louis Soir server in EU. Um, and yeah, I've I've been loving the expansion as well as everyone else has the same kind of stuff, the music levels, etc. But uh, it was a different start for me. This game scared the shit out of me when the, the release came out because I thought they'd ruined it for me with the changes to Dark Knight. Oh, um, so you're Dark yeah, Knight I main? Was, 
Yeah, well, I was. I was. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is um, the first expansion that I've actually been around from day one because mm-hmm. I joined the game when Stormblood came out. And took oh, it's a long so time fun, isn't that. it? From... So you haven't had the experience of Avi where every time there's an expansion, they fucking ruin her class. But you, you may job. be getting that now yeah, where you, don't want, you didn't yeah. like the changes they made. <laughs> so I did not expect the changes. Mm-hmm. I saw, I listened to what you guys were saying with the, the changes coming up mm-hmm. and new certain moves were going. What I didn't pay any attention to was the ridiculous extension on the cooldowns of certain moves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the changes to like not getting MP back and stuff, which just destroyed the rotation I knew I like totally that. I totally get it. So what's your main now? Uh, Gunbreaker. Really? Oh my god. Pete's been loving Pete Gunbreaker Shana. as well. Yeah, yeah. It's so, so, so good. So I I, be, I was going through the, the story with my dark still, so I kind of uh, have stuck with it to a degree, but yeah, my Gunbreaker's overtaken now, and That's it's awesome. so much more fun. So, so have <laughs> you leveled Gun... Uh, sorry. If, have you leveled uh, Dark Knight to 80 yet? No, I've not finished um, story yet, because I was spending time getting Gunbreaker up, so my dark is 75 and my gunbreaker is 76. So you heard me talk about how much I like gunbreaker and you decided to do that. <laughs> All you people. All you. <laughs> no, I, I called that out way before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, um, I'm still, I think my, my dancer, if, if it's not 78, it's 79. Um, she's 79. And I am not as upset about how much I did not enjoy healing with how much I am enjoying playing dancer. So I, I get it. Like I'm actually, I'm, and it kind of happens to me. I feel like every time with the expansion, I'm really disappointed with the changes that they make to the class I play, but then I try different classes and I find something else I enjoy in a totally different way. Dancer's getting fucked next expansion. <laughs> Bet on it. <laughs> yeah. I won't, I won't start that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so like, yeah, uh, what is it that made you change? So you really you were remaining Dark Knight before Shadowbringers. With Shadowbringers, apparently at some point you switched. I assumed you started with uh, Dark Knight. Yeah, I did. And what made me change was uh, feeling uh, overnight that I was an awful tank, <laughs> which is what happened playing Dark Knight. Was Dark. pretty but, squishy but at level re- seventy. Do you really think that was something to do with a tank, or do you think it? I mean. You do like three dungeon runs, you might get three shitty healers. Like, who knows? How um how far so did you was, level Dark was, Knight? So he it's seventy five now. Okay, so you yeah, gave it five so levels. I've, got, I, I've stuck with it, and I will get it to to eighty. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, it I I didn't consider how squishy tanks are compared to before as well. So that probably didn't help. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that and just. The, the easiest way to describe the Dark Knight changes, they have the invulnerability move, mm-hmm. which between that, when you do big pulls, you could do that, the the kind of health regen one, abyssal drain, and then quietus, which would regen your MP to start that cycle again. Mm-hmm. They got rid of the MP regen. And they, they did the, that with healers too. There's a lot less MP yeah, regen. So, yeah, so immediately that was gone. And quietus was on a much longer cooldown, like over a minute now, instead of being able to constantly use. And I've also um, um, healed a few of the lower level dungeons. And I just had to say that I noticed as a whole on the lower levels, dark uh dark knight seems squishier than the other tanks but people have definitely been saying that at the higher levels dark knight really shines so maybe you'll love it later on but at the lower levels it's just kind of rough yeah and that might be the case i think it's why i'm enjoying gunbreaker though it seems to be easier to manage um doing bigger pulls Mm -hmm. which i enjoy doing Mm -hmm. 
and Dark Knight it seems pretty difficult. I was I was wiping the party a few times with balls that I would do in my sleep before. So <laughs> like I thought I had this. I'm sorry. All right. Have you run a trust system with the any of your tanks? Not yet, no. So that's something I haven't tried. That might be fun to do. Check it out and see what kind of size pull you can do and stuff too. It's kinda of fun to just try. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I'd like to say uh, thanks to Pete's uh, advice before game, actually. I spent lots of time crafting 64 to 69 level oh, tank gear and made lots of gill as a result. <laughs> really well. That's awesome. Good job. Yeah. Both so, you guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Pete and Adios. And thank you so much for calling in, Oni. Thank you no so problems. much. Bye. Cheers. So Bye-bye. I'm so happy about that. Someone took my advice. Yes, rarely ever happened. All right, Pete, did you want to... Y'all would take my advice. You'd all be a bunch richer. A bunch richer. You want to go into... So Fates now is an older system that got a revamp in Shadowbringers. Uh, There is now a new menu uh, located under travel, which is called Shared Fates. This menu brings up a screen similar to what you're used to seeing for the Aether Currents. And through this, you can see the Shared Fates rank for each zone and how many more levels you need until the next rank. The Fates also drop these bi-colored gemstones that are actually really pretty. Um, And they are actually a currency that can be traded to a gemstone merchant in each of the zones to buy stuff, which is going to be dependent upon your ranks. At rank one, it looks as though only crafting materials are available for you to purchase. Um, Neither of us have started crafting yet, um, but if these are actually used a lot in crafts, then it's going to be pretty handy to having to go and farm these mobs within the Fates. Um, And this might be easier than the ones with bad drop rates. At rank two, you can get a riding map for the zone so you can travel on your mount on the ground faster, but they don't increase your flight speed, so they're not super necessary. At rank three... It's nice when you're going through the zone, though. Yes. At rank three, you get some of the cooler items. We've seen minions, orchestrian rolls, and bardings. There's an image going around of all of the rewards, and we can link that in the show notes. So there's definitely more of an incentive for you to do your fates. I believe you reach rank three after getting gold in 60 fates. Um, Pete's definitely been doing a bit of fate farming because it's not only, you know, leveling these ranks, but it's also great experience points. And these new rewards are just a bonus. We've actually been commenting that we really hope they would revamp the fates and make these open world content more viable. And so it's really cool because after rank three and you have uh, you get rank three and then you have all the jobs you want leveled, there won't really be any more incentive to keep doing the fates. But um, it's still nice that this is there. They, I thought Pete was going to say something. No, the, the, that's my biggest thing with this is like I, I do think it's like a worthwhile system, mm-hmm. like because it does give people some incentive to even do it that many times, right? Which is going to be close to a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, do people really? A lot of people don't care about getting that minion or getting that orchestrion roll or getting that barding. And so I don't know how much that's really going to get people to do it. So I don't know how I much it really think most helps. people care about getting the minions and the barding and stuff. But, but, um, uh, like, KK McCloud actually said that a really great place to check for the reward info for the fates. Uh, Mioni has a wonderful video out on YouTube. Um, and he just shared that in the uh, chat on Twitch. So you can definitely check that out. But it's just like I, I look at when people do like the who am I on our discord and it shows like how much. Uh, minions and mounts they have mm-hmm. and it's like they don't really do those ones that just takes like an absorbent amount of time to get like i think the ones that are harder to get 
like, but you only have to do it one time. Those are much better than shit that takes you for fucking ever and ever to farm. I don't think this is forever and ever to farm, though. I mean, you have to do 66 fates. That's not forever and ever. That's not like trying to get your tank mount. We'll 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 see how fast you get it. I'm not I'm not in a rush to get it. So yeah, it's, I don't think you're in a rush. But, but it's something I'll get eventually. Let's see how fast it takes normies like you to get it. All right. So replacing the job quest this expansion are the role quests. Uh, Pete, have you done any of those yet? I have done all. Ah. Of uh, the tank role quests. Mm-hmm. And how I have they? to say, I'm not impressed. Oh, okay. I haven't done any of these yet, so this I can't is, actually comment. I don't think they're any better than the job quest that See, were Ocops before is, them. See, is disagreeing with you. He's saying the tank roll quest was great, you simpleton. KK nope. McCloud is doing the healer one now. I did accept the... I, I, I wasn't, like I said, having fun with healer, but I really liked the drunk Lollafell. If I'm going to <laughs> so be... So I, I accepted the healer 100% one. 100% honest. If I... You're always 100% honest. If I wasn't doing a podcast... For Final Fantasy fourteen, I would have skipped every fucking one of these role quests. All right. Like, you mean the cutscenes? Everything. <laughs> the bitch talking to me? Skip. Okay. I don't give a shit that you tell me to fucking look for the shit. I'm learning a little bit more about this warrior of darkness. So I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, Work that into the main scenario somehow. There's enough fucking garbage so actually, in the main scenario that you can add this into the main scenario quest and it would be a much more cohesive story put that into the fucking main scenario don't make me have to do this shit and it'd be a much fucking better experience so everyone in chat is disagreeing with you i don't give a they're shit. saying that this is why you need lore so it is in the MSQ. It's in main scenario. It ties it all together. Shut up and finish no, it before bullshit. you bitch. I, I've done the... Pete, you have not finished the MSQ. I, I haven't finished it's the... It's integrated yet. Look, I haven't finished the MSQ, but I've gotten to the part where I had to do all the fucking roll quests, and what? I don't what? give a shit. Pete, oh, stop, stop and I'm listen a, for a moment. I'm about to spoil some shit. Don't. Pete, what they're saying is it ties in later. Keep doing your MSQ, and you'll get a payout. Stop being this right now, okay? Listen. I'm not all about the roll quests, okay? That's okay. So, but, but, so but, far. But I feel like you might be so far. You might be like having to pull back your words when you finish the MSQ because people are saying that it really comes together. And Pete does not need another beer, you motherfuckers. You know how I I <laughs> am the most pragmatic motherfucker there is, okay? <laughs> okay. If something's good, I'm going to call it good. If I talk shit about that before, I'm like going to be like, look, I talked a mad shit about that fucking system before. But look, once I did it, I fucking like it. I will I will do that. I will eat crow. I have no problem with that. I will admit when I'm wrong. I'm pragmatic. I'm not dogmatic. Okay? I will admit when I'm wrong. But I don't... I, so far, I do not like the role quests. I don't think they're any better than the job quests. This you, is, wait, this you, is didn't, a, you never liked the job quest? This is not an upgrade. I always enjoyed the job oh, I quest. I fucking hated the job quest. I liked the they're job quest. They're fucking horrible. No, they're not. Fucking bad storytelling. Maybe you just played the wrong class. They're fucking bad. I liked them. And a lot of people like them. And then every, you get a lot of blaming shit emotes. I don't think Chad agrees with you. I love the they're warrior one. They're bad. I read read really, a fucking book. I, 
Pete, you are one to talk. I just learned to read, but read a fucking book. Um, I really enjoyed the warrior one. I enjoyed, I had fun with the dancer one that was just brought in. Scholar is wonderful. White Mage was a bit boring. But... You haven't done any of them. Yes, I have. I just talked about the ones I've done. Dancer. And warrior. You did dancer, job quest. Yes. The post-70 one. Yes. Which ones? All of them. Mm-hmm. I liked them. All right. Let's move on. I'm not, I'm not going to say you're wrong. You are by not saying, but it's okay. So let's move on. Do you want to read into the stuff that you added? We are long enough on this episode. Do you want to save those for next week? Uh, I want to talk about the crystalline mean a little bit. Okay. Similar to the roll quest, we have the crystalline mean. For I, I can't talk about this at all because I haven't crafters even looked into this. Crafters and gatherers, and this is why I wanted to talk about it because you can't fucking say shit. Okay. Like the roll quests, these replace the job quests for crafters and gatherers. I've only just started to tickle the tip to uh, touch the crafters and gatherers. But in a couple of play sessions, I've been able to take a minor from from 70, not zero, sorry, from 70 to 79. Okay. Uh, The quests from the crystalline mean give great experience. Especially if you give them the uh, high quality items. And but since a miner and gatherer now share the same quest, you can only do it for one of them. So that's like one negative. Even though like my negative is I don't like the quest. This is another negative that I don't like. Uh, that they share it now. So I would imagine that botanist now that I have already done the quest on Miner is not going to level as quickly. Because I got fucking amazing XP on Miner when I was going through these Crystalline Mean quests. So they're forcing you to level one before the other, not at the same time, essentially. Pretty much. Like, you get to pick and choose. You can decide which one. You know, Botanist and Miner are going to share the same quest, just like all the tanks are going to share the same tank roll quests. Mm-hmm. You have to pick and choose which one you want to get that XP from it. Uh, I noticed it a lot more for the Gatherer between Miner and Botanist. Mm-hmm. So whichever one you want to be leveled first, definitely do those roll quests on whichever job you want to AD first. Okay, makes sense. Uh, but in general, between the gatherer crystalline mean ones and the job tank ones, and I've done a little bit of the job monk ones, don't give a shit about either of them. Okay. They do not stand up. Pete, we're not talking about that anymore. They do not stand up to the quality that is the MSQ and should be ashamed of themselves. All right. Uh, do you have anything to add? the the community roundup now? I do. The community roundup, Avi. Do you have anything to add? Do you have you countered anything? No, this was your segment. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you didn't have anything at the last minute. Nope. For my people, the crafters and gatherers. Okay. That have been asking, what should I meld? What should I not meld? Why are you laughing, Chad? <laughs> Continue. I, I, I look at you. My cues are off of you. Okay, okay. Not fucking oak and hops, okay? 
they're basically um they're translating my facial expressions and that's why i'm laughing so i'm sorry she wants to suck it mm. that's what the facial expression all right are. so the community roundup partner so you said you had something for um crafters and gatherers yeah we talked about last week how you uh should go to the ariel site for uh the hunts uh-huh you should also go to the Ariala site for uh, melding your fucking gear. Oh, so we're like community roundup being the same one we did last week? Yes. Mm. But this last week was exactly for cuz if if you just if you click on the link we clicked last time, it's only going to the hunts. Okay. This one's going to go to how to meld your fucking gear. You didn't actually paste the link for me to share. Yeah, get good, bitch. For uh, um, melding, you said? Yes. This is for melding your gear. Okay. And because I saw like a disturbing amount of people asking how to meld their gear for like where they are in the main scenario. And it's like, I guess you just bought your gear off the market board or else you should know this shit by now. But you can go to Ariala and you can uh, click on Disciples of Hand and Land and you can click on whatever job you want. And then you can see what the different gear is and what the caps are on it. Right. And, and the caps are the most important part. Generally, you want to do max CP for your crafters and max GP for your gatherers. Okay. Because people are asking right now, what should they meld to it? Mm. And to be honest, we don't fucking know yet. We won't fucking know until they release the next set of gear where we know what the minimum craftsmanship level is. Mm. Because then you just you meld until you get to that minimum craftsman level, and then you do control. Control and max CP. Okay. Because you just need to get to the minimum level to make it, and then you want to be able to raise the quality of it and raise your CP so you have enough CP to be able to fucking make it. Okay. I know you don't give a shit. I don't. I love you, but I, I don't do chat. Actually, and that's no, there why is a, you're a fucking poor. There's, um, I'm not poor. Uh, there's actually an additional community roundup from the Real Hot Chili Pepper. He says that if Moogle Go Round gets 150 followers on Twitch, then they will be giving away a Namazu plushie because he's a whore. And look so at that. So that's Moogle Go Round. Uh, so it's twitch.tv backslash Moogle Go Round. And we have 1.5 million people watching us right now. So if just 1% of you go and follow them. All right. So on that point, it's now it's time for some listener reaction. You didn't know that? That was a joke. At Games tweeted out, My first 24-man raid was so much fun, so we ran two more. Thanks so much at Avi Ale and at She Heals I Tank for coaching me through and explaining the importance of using rescue on Pete's monk mid-rotation. I can tell by the cursing that he loved that. It's a fucking amazing experience. It was. We, I, I told her that as we were running that to remember, she's playing White Mage, that the most important thing whenever rescue was available to make sure, especially once Pete was like good into the fight, to rescue him. I can't wait for me to level a healer to be able to use rescue. Yep. I'm pretty sure I already had one available to use rescue, but I never fucking do it. I'm glad you had a blast, Pixie. We did too. It was really so fun for you to get to finally experience those 24-man raids. The Nova concept says, was running circus once with the GF. Oh, this motherfucker has a girlfriend. 
and we were both heels. We had that one DPS that just wanted to stand in everything. When so Amon came up, we played with him. Everyone hid behind ice except me. Then at the last second, I rescued him out while she rescued me to ice. That's amazing. So that basically they killed is him. is fucking diabolical and I fucking love it. And and actually, Chet did comment, Pete, by the way, that the, the fucks in this episode has increased by about 500%. Fucks with what? Yes. At to learn you 597. No, the times you're saying fuck. Oh. At to, fucks with us to learn 597 right. uh said so excited at she heals i tank did pete see this since he recently beat final fantasy 10 on stream that uh decidia final fantasy is having an opera omnia which is a pretty darn cool thing and i'm not sure pete's gonna be checking that out uh yeah eventually i will check out decidia so uh thank you for uh tuning me on to that t learn and josh will zero three one five says as she heals, I think, chatted with a weird person the other day, and that weird person was my metallic green ass. Yeah, he did a screenshot of Vegan Pete. And then finally, at Edge Odin Blast says, for the first time in ages, I have a Saturday free. I plan to play hashtag FFXIV, hashtag Shadowbringers for most of it, and will endeavor to stay up tonight to catch the best ffxiv podcast out there the brilliantly and sometimes drunk i added that part entertaining at shields i tank hashtag live listening the best part of that is the best final fantasy 14 podcast mm-hmm. out there yep all right pete is there fight a- me fuckers anything else you want to add to this podcast Just, we're the best i don't know all right so on that note that's going to be it for this episode as always, we've enjoyed hanging out with you all here live on Twitch. Thank you so much for Chili's spending pretty good, though. your time with us. I really loved all of the um, live commentary to my facial expressions to the hurting of drunk Pete to keep him on schedule as much as possible. And anyone new here, be sure to I hit that I did pretty good. follow button so you know the next time we will be going live. And a great big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or whatever new app is out that I don't give a fuck about. You really are the reason we keep making episodes. And remember, wherever you do listen, it would mean a whole shit ton to us if you gave our little shit podcast a rating or review. Or more importantly, tell a friend to check us out. Here with Vegan Pete, I'm Avi Ale, and he's drunk as fuck, and I'm really tired, so we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.